0: This
1: episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here, and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today,
0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and A member FDIC.
1: Welcome to this podcast from BBC Countryfile magazine. My name is Fergus Collins and I'm the editor of the magazine. In this podcast, I sit by the fire with author and woodsman Vincent Thurkettle, to talk about the different types of firewood what trees are best for your fire and how to look after your firewood so that you get the most heat from it so i'm very fortunate to be sitting by the fire on a late uh, winter's evening with woodsman vincent thirkettle and we're here to talk about which types of wood work best as uh, as firewood so vincent over to you what what's your okay. favorite firewood
0: the first thing and this is almost the spoiler in a way that if you have a wood stove as long as the wood is dry it's well seasoned that it's sort of certainly less than 25 percent moisture content maybe below 20 it doesn't actually matter what you put in the stove but that's a bit of a spoiler. seasoning no that's really important I think that's it good is. to know that seasoning seasoning is king so you because before,
1: actually before we get on to the types of wood you mentioned seasoning, a lot of people buy firewood from uh, on the open market, or I do occasionally. Yeah. It comes in and it's quite wet, but not, not everyone would know that perhaps mm. you should leave it.
0: For I think until, if you're not familiar, if you're new to burning wood and not familiar with it, until you've got your eye in and can judge a piece of wood by picking it up, it's not a bad thing to get one of these moisture meters. You need an honest firewood merchant, and I've heard of merchants being furious when they deliver the wood and then the Recipient, the customer grabs their moisture meter and can't starts testing it all. Yeah. It is a sort of insult to the uh, merchant, but. But I felt being. Not, if it's not right. Oh, if it's either. not right. No, I think being being English British and being um, not wanting to cause a fuss, I've advised people do it when they've gone. <laughs> Buy a load <laughs> of wood when they've gone. Please, can you come and take your wood? Back. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, just accept it. If, if yeah. it turns out it's wet, just know that you can't burn that. Yes, so fair enough. You've got some, you know, most hardwoods. Are going to give you a reading of fifty, sixty percent plus if they're freshly felled, and I've seen adverts for barn stored and things. Doesn't mean a thing. It's oh. like farm fresh. What does that mean? Um, but no, I think have your wood delivered, and if you can tell if it's seasoned and dry or not. The word seasoned only means dry. There's nothing oh. subtle about it. Been through a few seasons, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's it because I just think culinary seasoned. I've had people say, What do I put on the wood to season it? (laughs) Oh, come on. I'm not sure if they're pulling my leg. Sprinkling of (laughs) peppers. Yeah. yeah. Um, But no, so so it's very, very, very important that whatever you're burning is reasonably dry. And I think if you went for an average of 20% moisture content, You're safe. 25 is almost the upper margin. Mm -hmm. Anything above 25% moisture content, you shouldn't really be burning it. Now, after you've dealt with that, then you can start considering your favourite species and how to mix them for a good fire.
1: So, there are a couple of things. One is obviously the heat it generates, but also the type of flame so that you have something attractive to look at or at least have subconsciously going in the background of the party.
0: Yeah. This is the joy of wood fires. If you've got a coal fire or an oil fired system or something, this never applies or electricity Mm. never applies. But the joy, you can spend a lifetime really perfecting your knowledge of your stove, of your chimney, of the wood, of wood merchants befriending them. But I think knowing, if you like, classifying your timber into three poor firewood, moderate firewood and good firewood this is assuming it's all seasoned, um, and then learning what you personally like. Now, I'm a great so fan of El. Five, don't we? Yeah,
1: yeah, we to do. It, to I'm a great fifth, fan. Well, well, mine, place, yeah.
0: mine. I'm. I think I would have to give first place in my own mind to Beach. It's readily available, quite difficult to split, but. It's just wonderful. You get rich yellow flames, which I understand yellow is carbon or sodium, so it's not sodium, so it's carbon. Mm. So you're getting a lot of carbon in the vapor coming off a beach log, giving you a rich yellow flame, and then you get bags of embers, lovely embers off beach. So that's about my favorite. Underneath it would be hedgerow elm and hedgerow hawthorn. I mean, it's a tragedy, we lost the elm, but we are left with some cracking good firewood. And this is interesting because the Firewood Poem, as they call, called, there are actually two, but they are cited so much. And the line is something like, it burns like churchyard mould, never a flame to be seen. Well, this is, whoever, yeah. this is Elm. Whoever wrote that is very, very wrong. And I think elm is a very wet wood when it's fresh felled. And I suspect that the person, the woman writing that poem, somebody was giving her damp elm and she was having a devil of a job to get it to burn. Mm. Because dry elm is superb. Again, reasonable flame, not special flame, reasonable flame. But the embers are absolutely superb. And it's the embers... Just to
1: reiterate what embers do, for Yeah, the
0: embers, really, it's it's difficult to generalise with wood because it's such a varied fuel, but essentially in the average sort of log that somebody's bringing in to burn, half the heat energy is in the carbon and half the heat energy is within all the, they call them the pyrogenous gases, the smoke, the charcoal, the tars, everything which is driven off by heat and then burns as flame. So if half your energy is in the carbon, then you need a nice uh, flow of air to the charcoal. That's basically Mm. like on a barbecue. That's your carbon burning. But then you must burn the flames effectively. You do not want smoke, not environmentally and not because of the waste of money. So you must have a lovely rolling flame. So Mm. you're burning all the smoke and then you're getting everything out of that log. You're getting all the heat. Um, from the carbon and all the heat from the very very complicated chemistry that is smoke. I've just turned my fire down so <laughs> on the back of that because it was burning no, too strong. It was yeah, it was doing fine. Well, at least you weren't wasting you weren't wasting any smoke. Wait. There was a lovely yellow rolling flame there. I've forgotten what log you put in. Um, anyway, the a big bit five. Of beach that yeah, a bit, bit of, of beach. beach. Okay, so we've had beach. We've had Hawthorne. Um, Hawthorne, I adore. Hawthorne, It's quite difficult to get some, but it's we did we did no we it. and it splits beautifully it's such a good wood i i i wish um furniture maker, cabinet makers would use it more because mm. i find it's such a beautiful wood it grieves me to burn it to be honest yes yeah,
1: so there's something so when we cut it open it was salmon pink inside mm. it was just
0: Delicious. And you when it's dry it. and you chisel it or something, you've almost got an instantly polished surface. And then you've got all the mythology. In Ireland, a lot of places, they won't touch it. It's the fairy tree. Oh, yeah. And Don't bring it won't. in the house. No, they sort of the won't.
1: Yeah, yeah so anyway, so that's, that's another... Three. It's on
0: my list. I do burn it, and I love it. <laughs> um, oak, of course, is great. But oak, oak is common. Oak is really hard. The heartwood is dense. It's like... I think things like um, goat willow and perhaps birch and the softer woods are only 40% as dense as oak. So roughly two and a half chunks of willow equal one oak log. Mm. So you can see why people value oak so highly. Easier to store in small places. Yes, exactly. Exactly. An awful lot of people don't have that much storage. And it's all very well Canadians, Americans, Scandinavians having massive wood piles.
1: Yeah. We in
0: Britain most of us can't have a massive wood pile. So getting a proportion of oak, maybe 30, 40% of the mixture, is excellent. And I like burning oak in mixture. A fire of pure oak heartwood is difficult. It just chars. It doesn't yeah. quite go out, but it doesn't burn. We so don't well. get many
1: oak forest fires, I suppose. No,
0: no, you don't. <laughs> you don't. But burning oak in mixture, putting a, a bit of beech or birch or something else in there with yeah. it, a bit of the maples, sycamore, um, it helps it hugely. Well, i tell you what isn't on my list, and this surprises most people, ash isn't on my list yeah.
1: at all. I'm not a fan either. No,
0: I too. find,
1: I, I, you
0: know, I love the tree, and I know they're in big trouble at the minute, so I guess more ash firewood will come on the market. But I think it's a sort of lazy man's firewood. It's, you don't have to season it properly and it will burn but that's yeah. not a good thing it splits easy well learn to use an axe or a splitting maul. do don't just choose an easy log and I know American research found that if your wood was seasoned ash was eighth on the list of good firewoods really? so no, we're so, near the
1: top so those poems rate it right at the top they do, they, they
0: do and many, many people, I chat to people in pubs. In fact, it's very sort of um, anarchy, but if I'm sat in a pub and I can get people talking about firewood, I'll talk about that all evening. I love it. <laughs> but sooner or later, yeah. they'll all start singing the virtues of ash, and I think, ah, oh, you don't really know what you're talking yeah. about. Ash is, it, it, the flames are weak, the embers aren't very good, and you end up with a mass of fla- fluffy white ash in the fire. And it's fine, but it's just middling. Yeah. It's in the same class as sycamore, birch, perhaps just above willow. But it's it's nowhere near the hornbeam, the field maple, the elm, the oak, the ones we've talked about. If somebody wants a wood fire because they like the sustainability of burning wood, and it is probably the most benign of all the renewable energies or the non-fossil fuel energies, if you don't want to learn your woods, and I had one chap attack me, you know, because I was talking about the colour of something, the heartwood, the sapwood. He said, why do I need to know this? You know, I've got a wood stove. I don't need to know this. And you're right. You don't. If you dry the wood and put it on the stove and burn it, you don't need to know what it was. But you're missing so much. Yeah. If you don't learn It's a your hobby, woods, really. Yeah. Well, more than that, yeah, it's a way of life. It is isn't a way it? of life. It is. Absolutely. But learning your woods, what they smell like, what they like, what the trees look like, what wildlife depend on them, it's all part of having a wood fire. And I absolutely adore it. So I hope that proves
1: a useful bit of insight into how to make the most from your firewood. This has been a podcast for BBC Country Fire magazine. Thank you very much for listening.